Get up, St. Louis. Get on your feet. Raise them high. Five seconds to go, and the time winds down. They did it. It's over. The game is over. The series is over. The wait is over. And the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions for the first time in franchise history. Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Come on, St. Louis hockey fans, stand up and cheer. The Blues are back strong. This is our year. It's the Blues turn now. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Yeah, it's the Blues turn now. With that Al McKenna slap shot, you know we can't lose. We are St. Louis, the home of the Blues. Let's do that hockey. Come on, St. Louis! All over the hockey universe, the note is the news. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 35 of Let's Go Blues Radio, the often imitated, never duplicated, original St. Louis Blues hockey podcast. We're broadcasting live on Wednesday, October 16, 2019. This is franchise episode number 221 all time. Your host tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price, Bill Day, and Jeff Ponder will be joining us shortly. Uh, and for your listening pleasure, we'll be with you for the next little while talking Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues hockey. To interact with us on social media, follow the show on Twitter, at LGB Radio. Mine is at Kurt Price, Bill's is at Billy Blue Note, and Jeff's is at jponder94. Also follow us on Instagram, like us on the Facebook and the website is letsgoblues.com, where you can find past episodes of the show, browse the discussion forum, as well as get some cool t-shirts, mugs, and stickers that help support the show. Uh, the Stanley Ponder Memorial Tournament Cup hockey thing, <laughs> which I completely botched, uh, is uh, coming up November 23rd, uh, 2 p.m. Uh, slots are still available for if you like to play. Go to dropinstl.com to sign up. Um, we have some stickers that have been selling fairly well uh, on the website, letsgoblues.com. It's a blues, hockey, and stag beer mashup design. So if you uh, uh, like stickers and you like hockey or beer or both or all three, uh, check that out. There, uh, Let me get one for you. Where is it? There it is for the YouTubers that are watching right now. Uh, podcast guys, you're out of luck. It's a stag beer blues logo mashup. Uh, we, we like it here. Yeah, have it uh, displayed at my desk at work. Yep. First time I've, I've mingled the two things, so. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Good on you. <clears throat> I'm not offering them for sale or anything. <laughs> I just, I like to put it up. They are $2 a piece, which is a bargain, plus shipping. Let's go blues.com. Um, the official beers. Oh, well, Bill. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Happy to be here. We could make this a super short show. We could. In the absence of Jeff Ponder. It's a it's a third of the talking. It's yeah. two thirds of the talking as usual. Yeah. Well, sometimes it feels like, you know, between the two of us it's half. Ah, uh, well, see, it's fun because we can just rip on him. He's not even here. Right. Can't defend himself. I love it. <clears throat> Hopefully he will be able to join us here shortly. Yeah. Uh, being a good dad tonight. Yep. 
And he'll, I'm sure he'll want to recap everything we've already talked about, too, when he yeah, comes probably. on. Probably. That might happen. We'll see. Um, the official beers of episode number 221. Bill, you have a beverage? I do. Um, it's it's one of my favorite fall beers, and it's just called Autumn Ale by <laughs> Breckenridge Brewery, <laughs> which is a, an Anheuser-Busch product nowadays. Yes. Um, InBev, I guess. Yeah, InBev. Right. Um, they uh, they bought it as one of their what uh, craft portfolio companies. Um, there are a few things from Breckenridge that I really love over the years. This is one of my favorite things for the fall. Nice, caramely, just autumnal beer. Goes down easy. Yeah, like I like them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the other one that I really like by them, and I haven't seen it since they've... Uh, been acquired by uh, InBev uh, was 72 Imperial Chocolate Milk Stout. Uh, or it's, a, it's a chocolate cream stout. Very good. If you can find it, highly recommend it. So you brought the Autumn Ale, Autumn Ale right? Mm-hmm. You brought the Autumn Ale beer. You didn't bring the Autumn Man uh, attire. I, I did that. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen Has Jeff posted that? I do, I do believe he did. Yeah, I haven't checked Facebook in like three weeks. So. If, you, if, you're, if you're a fan of The Onion, uh, look for uh, The Autumn Man on The Onion. It's an article. Uh, it's pretty much describes Bill. So. Yeah. Yeah, if, if I would have kept the uh, really poorly grown beard, it would be me to a T. <laughs> Uh, mine is uh, right now. I'm finishing up my uh, my Bud Light Orange, but I'm gonna break open the um, San Jose Sharks, the Teal Town uh, bet we had with the Teal Town guys. Uh, this is uh, Modern Times beer, Modern Town Modern Times Brewery. It's called Counter Magic, and it's an IPA. So if anybody knows me, that knows that I'm not an IPA fan, but we'll give this one a go and see how it is. Yeah, <clears throat> I the the stuff uh, that I had from them was. I, it was fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I had uh, another one from Modern Times that uh, that I and it was it was very good. Yeah, Modern they're, Times in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, so I was going to say they're based in Portland, and uh, those guys are San Jose and San Diego. So, mm. yeah. yeah, good, just good West Coast stuff. Though it is good. It, it, I mean, it's not. It didn't really adhere to the stipulations of the local, local beer. beer thing. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they because mm. I mean you know he he was Eric was talking up. Not Eric, uh, Chris. Chris. He was talking up the uh, San Jose uh, area beers, and mm. uh, and he went in Portland. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty funny. Well, I'm sure they're going to enjoy our local product. Yeah, six pack of Gloria. We're we're very slow putting this together, but they are getting sent uh, a small package of local beers uh, from us as a goodwill gesture. Six pack of Gloria. A six pack of Gloria. <laughs> uh, uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, uh, October 16th, 2003. Al McInnes played his last NHL game versus the National Predators, and he underwent eye surgery two days later. Sad, sad day in Blues history. I was at the game when he took the stick to the eye against the Sharks. Um, I think it was 2000. Uh, 2000, 2001, I was actually in a suite at the top of the, the building, um, a corporate party for uh, a f- company a friend of mine worked for at the time. And, uh, yeah, you knew as soon as that stick came up that things weren't going to be the same. Yeah. 
And that was that was back still when wooden blades were prevalent and mm-hmm. did a lot of damage. Who who was it? Who was it that McKinnis remember when McKinnis was skating to the bench, had a frustrating shift, and slammed his stick down on the on the bench boards and crushed the hand of a teammate whose whose hand was sitting on the bench without a, without a glove on? Mm. Who was that? Ah, oh, damn it. Maybe someone knows. Yeah, SDL Blues history. Save us. <laughs> Come on, Tim. You you got us. Ponder would know off the top of his head. Uh, I think it starts with an R. Uh, today's date, uh, October 16th, 1999. Jeff Cortinall suffered a concussion on an elbow from Brian Burrard versus the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. This was the last game of Cortinall's career. Kind of a depressing uh, this right. Blues history. Right. Good thing we're not playing today, I guess. Yeah, yeah. October sixteenth is a cursed day in history. They should request no more games on those days. Yeah, and I know a lot of people yeah. felt that uh, Courtnall. Uh, it it was you know a karma thing for him since he had he had laid out a few people in his day with some blindside hits. Sure, but he also took it. Um, I think the probably my favorite hit of his of all time was when he lit up Jeremy Roenick um, early early on in his uh, his blues days and I mean it at this point I like I feel bad about liking it because it did lead to a concussion and Roenick was out cold um, but yeah I my favorite hit of his was on Jamie store <laughs> I enjoy that one quite a bit. Um. Well, that that that's close second. I mean, you know, I mean, it it led to a what six goal comeback and oh, was they the five scored, minute major because four. Sean O'Donnell beat the shit out of him behind the goal. They scored four in the power play. Yeah, it was funny because when the Sharks did that last playoffs, uh, it was against Vegas. Yeah, yeah. and. and in uh, game seven, and they were all everybody was like, "Oh wow, has, has this ever been done before?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, Blues did it. Yeah, been there. <laughs> it's done been a that. while, but it happened. Blues did it. Yeah. I, I think I literally typed it on, uh, on I tweeted that out uh, right after it happened. I'm like, "Oh my god, I haven't seen this since the Blues did it." Blah blah blah. And then you see all these people that you know probably don't follow me. They just you know, has this ever happened before? Probably not. I'm, oh yeah, I just said this. Said this. Right. Yeah. Those people doing it wrong. Yeah, that way. not following Kurt <laughs> right. Price. No, I mean you, you lose it. You miss out on information that you otherwise would be privy to. Right. Uh, October sixteenth, two thousand fourteen. Brian Elliott recorded a seventeenth shutout for the Blues to pass Glenn Hall for second most in Blues history in a one to nothing shootout loss. That sucks. Uh, this was the second time Elliott lost a one nothing in a uh, decision in a shootout to L.A. and Jonathan Quick. <laughs> and those are the days where I think uh, everyone pretty much hated LA. Oh yeah, and Blues fans. Uh, well, they I were mean, like the Detroit of of the, the, the right, that, time. That time for me. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the peak of that that rivalry. Mm-hmm. And uh, back when uh, before, but to be a rivalry, you have to win, exchange wins, and the Blues and, couldn't beat them. Right, we we really couldn't. But uh, yeah, that was that was back when um, Mr. Quick was uh, considered among the elite NHL goalies. And I'll tell you, I mean, in those playoff series we had against him, oh, I saw some some incredible goaltending performances. Uh, unfortunately, his his uh, style led to a lot of injuries, the back problems. And, yeah, uh, oh, he's he was he, a pretzel. I mean, he would he'd go he'd go he'd str- he'd do the splits side to side and and stretch out better than 
just about anybody I've ever seen. He was yeah. fantastic. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it, it takes a toll on the body. Happy birthday to former, uh, to a Hall of Famer and former St. Louis Blues uh, forward Paul Correa, born 45 years ago today. Man, that makes me feel old. <laughs> I am, I am uh, like couple three weeks older than korea mm. i'm 45 about three weeks ago man that makes you feel old <laughs> thank you bill uh no i i just i remember because uh i think uh so was he i think he had just moved on from maine uh the year that i was providence and going to all the hockey games uh he had been at maine uh the year before that and then i forget who they had um followed followed him and they were still pretty good but he was such a dominant force back then and of course you know his stint with the blues uh, started off with a bang with the uh the trip to uh stockholm and mm-hmm. a couple of goals against the red wings that was uh we watched the game at the hut yeah, <laughs> in O'Fallon, Illinois, the hut, the only place that carried that had Dish Network, the only the only sports bar that had Dish Network in the area because of a contract dispute between Versus and DirecTV. Yeah, that was awful. That was we crazy. had to look around for a place that had Dish Network so we could watch the game, and because I had DirecTV, I didn't have Dish Network. And uh, <laughs> same the hut, and yeah, you know, we've talked about this before. Good, good cheeseburgers there. Yeah. They had a really good cheeseburger. Yeah. Haven't been back to try and see if the the quality was consistent. But. No, uh, I'm. I mean, well, how would it? How would it? Uh, why would it not change? I mean, it's a cheeseburger. You can't really. Oh, he scored on that goal! Wow, yeah, look at that between the legs, making Bish look like that's a. He's bad. Wow, hmm. stars cannot win. Good. Uh, blues topics for today. Let's get into it. Uh, we got a, actually a comment in the YouTube chat right off the bat. Uh, what are your thoughts on Bennington's Cujo helmet? Uh, which, for those who don't know, uh, Bennington is going has, has a retro uh, 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 Cujo helmet, paying tribute to Curtis Joseph. Uh, Going to wear it three times this year, I assume, uh, on the nights that they wear the throwback '90s clown jerseys. So, <laughs> but the helmet is. Have you seen it? I have. Uh, helmet's uh, I, sweet. Yeah, I I did take time out of my day today to take that in. Um, goalie mascot is mm. a goal. I'm I'm a bit of a goalie gear nerd. I mean, if I if I was more wealthy than I am, I would probably spend all my money on goalie gear related items. Um, I love a good throwback tribute uh, mask. Uh, Dave Gunnerson, Dave Art. Uh, did this one? I think he's done all of uh, Benny's. Um, who does it, who does Allen's? Do you know? Um, because I have not been a fan of most of Allen's masks. Yeah, I, I think they miss the mark just every yeah, time, design wise. Not so much subject matter, but the design, the the, the implementation of the design is just yeah. It it escapes me at the moment, but okay. I, I don't believe it's Gunner. I, I think Benson's had some fine masks. I I thought Allen had one of the best blues masks that I've seen uh, earlier in his career. It was fantastic, but he didn't wear it that long. I'm not sure why I ditched it, but yeah, uh, yeah. But I, yeah, I like it. Uh, it's a if it, it's a it's not Cujo's original mask with the blues, which Elliot paid tribute to when he was here. So I, it'd be kind of weird for Bennington to do the same thing. So he went with uh, Cujo's uh, rabid dog mask. 
instead. Yeah. The the actual Cujo. Right. The actual right. the the uh, the one Elliot wore was a throwback to uh, Cujo's rookie year, uh, yes. back when he was known as Curtis the Cat. Well, his prior first year with the Blues, he wore the Osgood helmet. Yeah, that's right. The uh, the the cage combo. Yeah. Now, did yeah. he qualify as rookie that year, or was it? I don't even know. Uh, because the I games? think he did. Okay. Think, if he if he did, yeah. that was his first year. But, but yeah. Yeah. The first the Full first. Season. Uh, the first cage. That yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The uh, it's it, uh, molded. Yeah. The molded, and yeah, like I said, when he was known as Curtis the Cat before Cujo, right? And then when he became Cujo, he got that. Well, and pa- that's what he he wore the rest of his career. Potvin was the cat, so you can't have two of the cat goalies. Well, and, and I think that's why Felix the cat, right? Because they came up around the same time, and and, and Cujo. Yeah. Right, CU for Curtis right. and Curtis Jo for Joseph sense. and the dog in the movie. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. It it, it may have been a, a lazy Ken Wilsonism, maybe, but also because um, the Blues went head to head against the Maple Leafs there uh, for a couple years, and uh, so it was the cat versus the dog as well. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So there's that. Uh, we like it. Uh, Dave Art has done Jake Allen's last three masks. Has he? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's Allen's input that, uh, you know, doesn't do it for me. Actually, Allen's mask this season is better than the past couple he's had, I think. This is just my opinion as a designer. It's just, you know, to each his own. But uh, I, I, this one's not as bad. I, I thought a couple before. Anytime, anytime you see a mask, blue and yellow is interesting because uh, sometimes – players when they airbrush helmets they'll go you know the colors are blue and yellow and they'll try and do a gradient fade blue to yellow or yellow to blue and it ends up almost kind of green in the middle because if if anyone's a ziploc sandwich bag fan you know, yellow and blue makes green right so right <laughs> uh you got to be careful when you when you do the transition between blue and yellow because you can kind of get like a green tone there and uh, sometimes that happens and i don't know why people don't just well, stay away from fading blues and yellows together but anyway that's a topic for another show. <laughs> uh, the Blues did visit the White House on uh, Tuesday. Uh, I don't. No one boycotted the trip. Everybody went and uh, uh, and enjoyed the honor. Right. I was I was very happy that nobody on the team made any kind of political thing. You know, the Blues don't have a good history of mingling politics and hockey. Um, thinking back to Sarah Palin. And oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> the Manny legacy uh, injury. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but uh, no, I, I'm glad. I'm glad it didn't create those kinds of headlines. You know, everybody was there. I mean, the uh, really, I think the only buddy, the, the only only buddy. I'm I'm a little tired tonight. The only person that I heard really, you know, talking in any negative terms was when Baruby was talking with Trump. Yeah. And Baruby's like, Yeah, these guys are fucking tired. We want to go home. Let us go. And then Trump said, Well, now that it's all over, you can relax and it's all you it's all done. And, and Baruby's like, No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Season just started. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. There's still a lot of pressure and stuff. But yeah, they uh that was you know uh, it, it like it was it was a cool honor for the Blues to get to take part in this thing, and, and I, right. I, if I was if I had the opportunity, I'd go. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not missing out on on visiting the White House and meeting the president, no matter who he is, like like him or dislike him. Um, it's a story to tell, and it's an experience that you want to you want to have. Yeah, 
Um, mm. I when Tim Thomas boycotted uh, uh, Obama, the, the Obama yeah. I was like, come on, man, just go. I mean, it, you don't have to agree with politics to meet the president. I mean, it's right. I, I get that you're trying to make a statement, but I don't know if that was the time or the place. But uh, he, that's fine. You want to go to each his own. Right. But, uh, and, but I was happy the Blues didn't create didn't create any waves with that. Right, and and almost everybody on the team's Canadian. I mean, yeah, you have you have Zach Sanford, right? Is, who else? Who who else? Who are the other Americans? Uh, if anybody that are actually on on the roster, there is a uh, Falk. Yeah, well now, McEachern, and uh, yeah, did Falk didn't go today? Uh, I don't know if he. I'm thinking no. Well, they're traveling together. Yeah, but he. Do you think he he, stay, I didn't even know? Stay back in the hotel I, and watch Netflix. Like. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to see if he was. I should have looked. I. Yeah. I don't think he was gonna. No. Well, well, I mean, to be honest, it didn't look like any of the players were all that enthused, except those that that got they, called out awkwardly they for got, uh, for a stand at the <laughs> which you know, which in front of the cameras. You could tell they weren't told that was going to happen. Right. They had nothing prepared to say. Yeah. And you know Trump's going through his spiel and he's talking about the season and and rattling off a couple players names here and there about what they did and and then when he says a player's name is like, "Where's Jaden? Where's Jaden?" <laughs> yeah. Turns around, "Pull up here." And oh shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he he uh when he thanked Barube. <laughs> he shook Chris Zimmerman's hand, and they're like, "No, he's right next to you." <laughs> and he pronounced his name uh, Barube, Barube, yeah, or something. It was, it was, it was, it was I, I, that was actually closer than he did. Right, right. And to his credit, he he did pretty well with Petrangelo. So he much did. better. He did so but much the better. The PA guy, right? The the, the PA the guy was, was like that was worse than any. I know the any Pierre Maguire, <laughs> Petran. Jello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he paused right. and then said the dessert. Yes. It was like, are you kidding me? Ah, oh, that, that was awful. And it was funny when that when it was like, Bertuzzo. Do you see his reaction? Because Bertuzzo was dead center on the, on the stage yeah. uh, when they announced Petran Jello. He like almost keeled over laughing. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I'll I'll say this about it. Uh, the the beginning and I'm watching it. I'm I'm waiting to see what's going to happen because you never know what trump's going to say right i mean he's he's a very polarizing figure he's he, he's he could say something controversial he could say something stupid he could uh just read the script and maybe maybe be okay um but i i i'm not i'm not a, I, I didn't like how he went political at first i'm gonna i'm gonna say that i, I wish he wouldn't have done that because yeah. that that to me i'm watching the blues players behind him and they they look really uncomfortable yeah it's, they're just like, oh, okay, we're we're watching you uh, yell at Nancy Pelosi, and you're telling us that there's no way in hell you're getting impeached. Uh, and and, you got to think they're thinking, please don't bring up Trudeau. <laughs> right, I know. Uh, yeah, I, I, it was just so it was very awkward and kind yeah. of painful. That, that 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 first part was was painful to watch because I'm like, ah, don't just just talk about the team and why why everyone's there that day. Don't go political. Yeah, uh, but it was kind of I thought it was awkward. It's it it did feel awkward. Um, but the highlights that, you know, that I enjoyed, you know, bringing up the Layla story, um, you know, that was nice. The, it, the, the, I thought, I thought, I thought Trump handled that very well. I thought he did a good job talking to Layla. I thought Layla, I thought the whole interaction was great. I was yeah. like, oh, that's a, he, he seems genuinely, you know, uh, happy for her to be there and all that stuff. But it was, it was cool. I yeah. like that. That was good. Yeah. It was a nice side of Trump to see. I think, yeah, it, you know the the discussion about Gloria again. 
you know, a little too political for me. You know, talking about the fake news. Fake news would say, why'd you play that song? I, no, you're, you just learned that today. And you're going to say that <laughs> because it's new to you. But you, that, you want, that was the thing that everybody knew. You want to fact check the, the, his, uh, his, his speech? How he followed the Blues all season long? Mm. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. You don't follow hockey at all. I can tell by the way you uh, talked about the different plays in the playoffs and, and how you you, yeah. how you talked about the sport. You do not follow hockey at all. <laughs> right. there, there, was, there was one point, I think, when he was introducing Layla when he made a, a reference um, that was like, wow, I can't remember what it is now, but it, it was, it was almost like, you know, saying, you know, the, the fourth period or, you know, on the court, I, I forget what it was, but I was like, yeah, you're definitely not a hockey fan, <laughs> but, but you know what? It, it was a cool thing and I'm, I'm glad they went, um, I'm, you know, what kind of sports ball do you use in hockey? <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, that was, that was rather, uh, I think the funniest moment was when, uh, Bennington, he talked to Bennington Yeah, where Bennington, uh, he calls him up and he says, yeah, Bennington, uh, Jordan Bennington stopped 32 of 33, uh, something like that in the, in the final game, hmm. in the game seven. Why did you stop that other one? Why, why didn't you stop that, so much why you stop that, that one? And, and <laughs> Bennington gets up there and is like, he doesn't know what to say. He's like, I guess that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, I also like the uh, the the bit about Steen because that that yes. seemed that seemed very spur of the moment. Like he caught Steen smiling. He's like, oh, I gotta make fun of this guy, <laughs> hockey player. Yeah, yeah. He he smiles, points his own teeth, says, no hockey. He made a crack at their agents too. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got your three hundred fifty pound agent sitting to help in his bed. Why didn't you do better? Well, I don't think Donald Trump should go make fun of people's weight. That's, that's one area that, that he really stay away from because he's probably pushing that himself. <laughs> he's no, probably on three hundred. Not according to his official. Oh, no, 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 no. He's and we're, according, we're according like, to yeah. according to his official. He's like the the most in shape president we've ever had, which we know is a lie. Yeah, but and, anyway, and, and we're not making this up. No, thing. no, 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 no. I'm just no, I'm making no, I'm no, just kind of poking fun at him. But it, it it it, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of people were not. In th- some people weren't, weren't enthused that they went, but like you and I both agree that well, we're I'm glad they went. Yeah, and now really, I, I think this is the end of the um, the celebrating yeah. and, and the yes, honors. It should be this. This should bring a close to you know you don't have to go to Toronto to give the ring. You know, there, there's nothing more now. Now we just play until the next distraction of the All Star Game, right? All right, uh, a few games ago, Wesley, we didn't talk about the uh, Ottawa game last show because that was after we did our show. So on Thursday, the Blues won this game 6-4 to in Ottawa. Uh, Jake Allen was in net, picked up his 137th win as a Blue, tying Curtis Joseph for second all-time in Blues wins. Uh, will he reach Liut's 151 this season? He's, uh, he needs 14 to tie it. I mean, I think he'll have the opportunity to play that many games uh, based on his play in game one. Uh, <laughs> don't don't know if you're giving up four goals to Ottawa that, uh, that it, it wasn't a convincing display by him. And I think the team won in spite of him in this game. Yeah, I do. Um, I, I mean, I, I, it was his first game. Right. He'll you get can, better. Uh, you would hope so. He'll get better. Um, but I, I don't know. Part of me says 
part of me says no. I, I, I don't. I, I, I think, don't want him to. I think I, I was pegging him to get around twenty-ish starts this year. Yeah, maybe a little over twenty. Uh, so he'd have to win fourteen of the twenty, win two out of three, something like that. Uh, and, and with his numbers on the road last year, if if you know if he could come closer up, replicating that, he's got a chance. Yeah, here's but. the thing. Yeah, and here's the thing. Numbers on the road last year were great. His numbers as a backup last year were great. Uh, after Bennington took over as number one, but uh, you you got to hope that now, now there's no guarantee that Allen's going to duplicate the numbers he had as a backup last year for this year. Right. He could be the goalie that he was as a starter, as a backup. We don't know. I mean. It was a twelve games last year, I think, uh, in really, uh, as a backup after after Benning Benton, yeah, took over. something like that. So uh, he played twelve games, and he it was a small sample size. So I mean, there he could play very well. I, I mean, it's it's a, it's a it's it's up in the air for me. Just like Bennington's up in the air a little bit because of right. his smaller sample size last year as a starter. So he he's got to prove himself this year, just like Allen has to prove himself as a backup. Yeah, yeah. Um... Again, I I think the Blues won that game in spite of him. Um, you know, if the I think if if it was more like some of his earlier games last year where he just got no goal support, that's an easy loss. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, again, I'm gonna give him a break because it was his first game of the year, and you know, it it's uh, it it was still a win. Ottawa uh, jumped out two nothing in this game. Uh, the first goal was a misplay by Allen. Right, the luck. Yeah, well, it's it's, it it, was a bad hop. It was. I don't think it was a bad hop. I think it was a. It they shot it in high around the corner, okay, and it and it came down and it bounced a couple times. To me, this is the way Allen should have played it. And maybe I'm nitpicking. Let me know if you think I am. But uh, a lot of times, if a goal, if a if a goal, if a puck is wrapped around hard, hard a hard end around, okay, on the boards. And the the goal is going to kind of slam into the boards, body pads against the boards to knock it down because it's going to be bouncing. He went in, stick against the boards, and that was it. I thought he played it kind of nonchalantly, and I thought that that was a mistake. I thought he and the the TSN guys, I listened to the, the broadcast. They they said he made a mistake, and I I kind of agree with that. The Fox Sports Midwest crew. Called it a goofy hop. Well, they said. <laughs> uh, I think Penger was saying uh, he thought he hit it hit snowpack behind the net. Um, I, don't, I don't think it did. Yeah, I, I think I, if you watch I mean, the replay, it comes down and bounces twice. It didn't didn't yeah. seem to take it. it. Just it was a bouncing puck because it was it was a hard end around. It was just right. so. And his approach to it, it, you like you said, you if you're going to come out and try to cut that out, you get the body on it. You get the pad against the board, and yeah. then you play it. He tried to do all stick. I mean, he he is a good puck sure, handler. No, he's a great puck handler. But, but I, and maybe that was right. overconfident with it. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and and I, I I think that's the right word. That could have been. Yeah. And, and nonchalant and confidence. Uh, I get it. Um, but uh, a lot of coaches won't don't want goalie playing pucks that are shot in that way. Right. Because they they could get by him <clears throat> or come well, or come or bounce back out in front. Right. So, the one thing I kept thinking is, thank God. Thank God this was a road game. <laughs> oh, I, can you yeah. imagine? Oh my God! Can you imagine if that happens in his first home start? You know I what? I mean, he got booed off the ice in the uh, you know the first game last year against the Jets, and if that's your if that's the first your fans are seeing of you in a season, yeah, he's he's lucky that wasn't in in St. Louis. 
so I, I think I think the Bronx cheers would have been pretty heavy the rest of the game. Yeah, I I, I would not. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Anisimov uh, put the Sens up two nothing late in the first with a just a great shot uh, under the bar uh, after a Bowmeister turnover. Uh, the Blues came alive with uh, four goal four of the next five goals uh, going into the third. The period it was three to two Sens uh, before Bowmeister tied it up uh, a minute thirty eight into the third. Shen gives the Blues the lead at uh, 12, the 12.46, 7 mark. And the Sens tied it back up a minute and a half later before Perron and O'Reilly scored in the last five minutes of the game. So this was a, a bunch of goals in this game. Blues got a bunch of them late. Uh, so it, uh, that was, like you said, it was, it was, it was good. We, it, was, it, was a, it was good we played the Senators in this game uh, because we were able to uh, you know, score a bunch of goals to overcome the four goals against um, so and like and not a great game for Allen, uh, but we'll see if he can build on that uh, and better next time, which he should be. He should be. Um, what I, the blue schedule coming up? When would his next start be? Let's see. That's uh, that's what I was about to look at. Man, probably against ooh against it's got to be against Detroit, right? Because uh, you figure Bennington, barring based on how Bennington plays, say Bennington plays fine in the next in these handful of games. Got Vancouver, then Montreal, then Colorado, then LA, then back to back Boston and Detroit. Yeah. So you think Allen gets Detroit I've, on the road? I, yeah, <laughs> it's on the road. I, I think that's it. I mean, you, you know, Bennington's going to start against Boston. Oh, absolutely. And With, barring injury, and 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 Montreal. Maybe Allen starts against Montreal because uh, uh, Bennington had him last time. Maybe. It's a possibility. Um, but uh, and, and Colorado's a division game. LA is a conference game. You th- you figure Bennington gets those starts. Uh, and yeah. Boston, too. Yeah. I I think there's a chance that he could he could start I think uh, it, Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Maybe if, maybe if Bennington has a bad game against Vancouver, they start Allen against Montreal, maybe, just to see how it goes. Yeah. But I think definitely Allen against Detroit. <clears throat> so. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll we'll get into it, but I, Bennington certainly not playing at his best right now either. No, so. no, not 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 particularly. Started off the season with good numbers, but uh, last couple have not been good. Brought his numbers down. Uh, Saturday, uh, the uh, hockey night in Canada: Blues versus Montreal. Uh, lost this one six to three. Bennington was back in net uh, versus Carey Price. Uh, this was the Blues' first regulation loss of the season. And it was a game the Blues were trailing or leading three to two midway through the game, but uh, Montreal scored the last four goals. And uh, uh, even though they were, even though the Blues were leading and then and then tied, you know, well into the third, it never seemed like the Blues were were right. going to win this game. Yeah, they they never were in control. No, they were getting outplayed. They and were getting you, outplayed. You could um, feel a loss coming. Right. I think. Yeah, I it definitely it felt like a lackluster effort, um, and it really I think it, it to me it highlighted you know that there there really is a you know a, a lack of cohesion on the back end. I, I think nobody's really sure of of their roles, and I think they're still trying to figure out how to plug Falk in. You know, having the you know the four right-handed shooting defensemen. Uh, especially on the Jonathan Duran breakaway goal. I mean, it, it's a bad line change. Um, you know, Falk and Petrangelo are the ones that are on the ice. There was uh, Vince Dunn was trying to get on the ice, and uh, they just they allowed Duran to split them. And uh, I mean, he he picked a good spot on Bennington. Bennington probably should have had it. 
Yeah. I, I the mean, shot was far enough out, but yeah. I mean, it, it was a snipe by Drouin, who was having a hell of a start to the season. Uh, Gallagher's goal in the third, where he backed into uh, Bennington. Yeah. I'm thinking... Yeah, uh, th- should have been challenged. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know why they didn't. I, I mean, well, I guess they didn't want to get a penalty, but I'm like, you know what? Well, why not? I mean, yeah. I, I, you're, 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 if you allow this, if you don't challenge this goal, you're down two nothing, down by two goals for sure. Um, and he he made contact, wasn't pushed. I mean, it was nudged, but it wasn't like it wasn't a big push into the goalie. It was. I thought they had a shot at winning that challenge. Yeah, but I, I, I also did. Um, it, it was a head scratcher as to why. Uh, why Baruby didn't? Um, I didn't see any um, any of the post game coverage to see if anybody asked him about it. But I don't know. I, that's to me. I don't know. I, I can't think of a reason why you wouldn't challenge there. I mean, you you, you either the opposite give, didn't think there was interference, right? You well, <laughs> or they didn't have enough time to make a decision. Maybe, and, but 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 like you said, you're down two goals if you don't challenge. And at worst, you challenge and lose. You're down two goals going to right. penalty kill. Right. That, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, th- I, th- this was a uh, uh, you know, Blues route shot, 38-29. Uh, the Blues won the special teams battle, one for two in the power play, killed all four penalties against. Uh, that was really the only thing they won in that game. Uh, fantastic effort by Domi on the antenna goal. <laughs> Diving, shooting. Well, it, the, the whole play by him. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just kicking it to himself in the neutral zone, getting you know outpacing. I think it was O'Reilly, and I, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure who it was but, O'Reilly, but he was talking shit after that goal. Like, oh, I, I will. Tell I you, think it was Perron. I think Perron yeah. hooked him uh, outside the blue the line. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I'm not on that shift. On that play. Yeah, yeah. I I will say, as, uh, it's got the stick up high on his yeah. arm or something. As a Habs fan, you know, I I like. Having a guy of Domi's ability on the team, but he is a little prick. Loose cannon? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan of him. Oh, his dad was a prick. Pricks don't fall far from the tree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then there's the... So after that poor effort uh, against Montreal, uh, the Blues were in New York on Monday for a noon game, which this is a stupid tradition. Yeah. A day game right. on a Monday so, so, where people work. Right. I mean, kids are off school. They do it twice a year. I right? know. So they do it. They do it Columbus Day and they do it uh, President's Day. Yeah, but no, the kids aren't off school, and and I don't. I mean, our kids are off school, but and right unless you're a banker. Yeah, most people work. Right. I, I don't. I mean, so banker or teacher. I mean, with Fox Sports Go, you can watch the game work now, but it's like eh. which. I watched the first two periods before I had to go to a meeting. Yeah, uh, yeah. See, and you miss stuff. Yeah, I just, I mean, I, I, and I, I didn't get to pay attention to this game as much as I would have here at home. You know, I'm working, so I, I head on in the background. Right. I, I will say that it is much easier watching soccer. Oh at yeah. Work oh yeah. Because so, so little happens. Slower game. Yeah. Little happens. It's yeah. Yeah. And you it's know, almost you, like white noise. It's, yeah. To some degree, it is the crowd. You you can hear the play building, and you're like, oh, I should pay attention for this thirty <laughs> right. seconds. Yeah. Um, so I thought this game was on the boring side, to be honest. Uh, maybe because I I had to watch it from work. Uh, but uh, Blues Blues scored first. Shen's uh, centering pass to Tarasenko goes off. Uh, defenseman sticking in. Uh, Shen has now scored in five straight games. 
which great start for him. And uh, oh, let's see, Pondo's here. So let me in. Let's see. Hey, Mr. Ponder, you joined us. How? Uh, it's about time. Right, just in time for the wrap up. Yeah. No, I uh, I blame my child. Um, I'm shipping him out so that way next time I do a show, uh, this that's not going to be a problem. <laughs> Man, and we just talked up your dad skills at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Talking about having oh. her dad of the year. Oh, yeah, that's not the case. <laughs> you guys are way <laughs> off. <laughs> trying to pay you. Hey, real quick, I, I want to comment on what you guys were just talking about. Um, I, I, I hate the day game on Columbus Day. It's so stupid. I like, agree. I get, I get that it's, it's, thanks, it's a Canadian Thanksgiving, but they were two American teams. So why are, why are they playing? I mean, it's fine if you want to have all seven Canadian teams play and then maybe a, you obviously work in one American team, but come on. Like, it, nobody's off work anymore on Columbus Day. Well, how else are you going to celebrate a rapist and a genocide encourager? Um, well, what you do is you go to your friend's house and you will just walk in and you say, hey, this is my house now. Only, only <laughs> you think it's your friend's house, but it's not. It's really about a thousand miles south. You got the wrong address. Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, quick funny story about games on Columbus Day. I probably have told this every single year, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Uh, when I was in seventh grade, I remember I uh, the Blues had a day game on Columbus Day, and we were in school. And I uh, I wore my Blues jersey, and I had the earphones coming through the arm. So that way, when I was like, I would like sit on my desk and have my hand on my desk. And for those and watching, and you went, yeah, Youngblood. <laughs> yeah. And so, of course, of course. They were. This was a game where they scored like seven goals in the first two periods. So I'm sitting. It's the last class of the day, and I had made it through. I had like every goal. I'm sitting there like jumping in my seat, like don't yell because they're gonna know you're obviously not paying attention. And so finally, my teacher, who knew I was a huge Blues fan, obviously I'm wearing a Blues jersey, he looks at me. He goes, "Hey, Ponder, what's the score?" And I'm like, "Uh, I don't know. It's a day game." And he's like. I see the cord going through your arm, man. What's the score? And I'm like, uh, it's seven to one. Oh, good. Okay. He's like, well, you almost made it through the day. And I'm like, damn. So I had to turn it off. <laughs> I had like 10 minutes left in the day, and I finally got caught. You work from home now, though. So it was, it was no big deal for you, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I had the game on, obviously, and I watched it, but, you know, I was working the whole time, kind of working, working, you know, yeah, doing what I could. No, it's, uh, it's even for somebody working from home, you know, I, I got to put the hours in and I figured, okay, luckily I have a job. It's a little flexible. I can work a little harder after the game's over, but like still it's middle of the day. Like I, I want, I'm in work mode. I want to just get my work done and be done by four or five o'clock, but instead I'm sitting there watching the blues game it's it's i'm not a fan of it they need to do away with that i agree I'm and rant uh the blues only had 17 shots after two periods in this game Allen's only had 13 uh not a ton of action in this game the blue uh, the blues went up two nothing on a power play goal from tarasenko in the third period so things were looking pretty good yeah um so uh good enough right two nothing lead 
Blues are playing pretty good. Road game, I guess. They, you know, I guess. they looked so good. This was the first the first two periods, which I think is is weird to say, and you guys might agree here. The best four periods I think they've had all season was the two games that they get coughed up the lead. The first and second period against Washington and the Islanders. Yeah, I think uh, this this was a uh, I was gonna say this they played a good road game uh, in this in this game. It was a uh, uh, they didn't allow a whole lot. They didn't. I mean, they didn't. They missed. Uh, they didn't take advantage of a couple of chances they had uh, to score. Um, Could have you know padded their lead a little more, but they didn't. But it, it, it was a it was a it was a good road game um, up until <laughs> up until the last you know, six minutes or so. When uh, well, in the third period mainly, New York ended up out shooting the Blues eighteen to six in the final period. Uh, most of those shots seemed to come in the second half of the period when New York took it to the Blues, especially in the last six minutes. Uh, the game where the Blues put on a rather pathetic display in their own zone. I don't know. I mean, this this kind of stuff makes me pull my hair out. Uh, failing to clear the zone when you're a professional hockey player and you've got the puck on your stick, and I don't know if you get the yips. Or you just you, you make a bad decision or what? But they could not clear the puck to save their lives, and yeah. it cost them two goals. Well, you know it's been a theme of this team over several years, and I thought one of the reasons why they were so successful during the playoffs last year was they kind of figured it out. They got into the habit of hoisting it out, like a lot of teams are doing nowadays. Just put it over the heads of the defense. Uh, you know, at the blue line, and they they have kind of well, gotten away from that, and they're you know like Pareko tried to fire it up the middle, um, good play to keep it in, but before that, Schwartz, Schwartz, that was what, what the hell are you doing? That was a that was a that was a that was just a stupid play, right? He's he's uh, trying to behind the back pass. Uh, he's trying to go to the the Blues player on the boards uh, to get up. I guess uh, maybe a two on one the other way or something. But uh, he's in he's in the blue zone. And a backhand pass, about from about five or six feet in the zone, and it it's trying to go through two Islander players. Yeah. No, no, and, yeah. and that's that's a, that's a horrible decision, right. and, it, and it cost them a goal about four seconds later. Right. It the box score read uh, Brock Nelson from Michael Dahl Cole should have read Brock Nelson from Michael Dahl Cole and Jaden Schwartz, and that goal gave them momentum. Right. Uh, they and, and they were it was basically nonstop pressure right. from there on out. Yeah, the ice was tilted. Uh, it was just Talked that was blue zone. That was frustrating to watch live when you saw it. It's, I mean, you guys, I know you, you have the same thoughts when, you know, as former players. Um, well, I guess, Kurt, you probably still consider yourself a current player. Eh, not really. Eh, kind of. <laughs> um, eh, no. But, you know, you see that and you think, like, when you were taught as a kid, the one thing you don't do is you don't blind pass and you also don't go behind the back when you're in your own zone and you don't put it up the middle. And in every single one of those plays was now you mentioned it, Bill. That was a hell of a keep in at the blue line there. But Pareko did it, and then Schwartz did it, and it was just that can't happen. Like for a good hockey team, they won the Stanley Cup. That's what I need to remind myself, right? That's oh, the, they don't. can do no wrong. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> just don't. But but no, it's don't. it's that don't. is so frustrating because you know they know better. The minute the play ended, the minute it's in the back of the net. You know, every single player, every single uh, uh, play, uh, uh, coach on the Blues said, "What the hell was that? What are we doing? We can't do that." Here's the deal with that: is that we have a two nothing lead. We don't have to do that. We don't have to try and catch them to to get an odd man rush. We could just we have a two goal lead, five 
six minutes to go, just do safe stuff. Don't push, don't press the envelope. Don't take risks. That was a risky low percentage play and it cost him a goal. It was just dumb. I've even heard in, in locker room talk, you know, uh, when, when the, uh, HBO was, was doing the, the, whatever that series was called, the Road to the Winter Classic, and I know uh, a couple other people have done similar things. You, you hear them say things that, that we say to each other in our locker rooms and in uh, playing with men's league teams and, and playing juniors and whatever. Puck out first. You get the puck out of the zone first. Then you can do your crazy behind-the-back shit. Like, all the stuff that we saw them do on that play was stuff that, you don't do in your own zone. And and it's it's you get the puck out first, then you worry about everything else. And, and the shot, uh really Bennington should have bailed the blues out there. Yeah. It was a it was a I very agree. stoppable shot. Yeah. Very stoppable. Yeah. It, it yeah. The talking about the Nelson goal, yeah. right? First it, one. It, right. It's yeah. under his glove. Yeah. He has saw the way short should've. side, you know. The, it, he's had a couple of those, you know. I, I was it Bo, was it Bozak uh that Put a put a, a foot out to try and block it, but it didn't touch him. No, no, it, it just went through, and it wasn't a screen. Either. No, I mean, no, he, not it, really. It's, uh-uh. it's something that he should have had. Oh yeah, and I, I felt that way. You know, a couple of the goals in the Canadians game. You know, we talked before about Drew Angle. It, it was a well played shot, but he should have had it. Um, the Lackanen goal on the wraparound. That's, yeah, that was bad. That is that is unbidding. That, that was a bad, bad goal. goal. I, that was bad. I really did not like that uh, on him. I didn't get it. I didn't. Uh, I think I, he's, yeah, yeah. I just I he think even he, he even said he agrees with you. He he agrees with you, Bill. That that they asked him about that, and he said, "Yeah, that's that's one I need to stop." I mean, that's completely on him to to not let that rebound get out after the initial attempt on the wraparound. So for anybody that says that, oh, a bunch of Allen haters on that show, Bennington lovers. No, Bennington has no. allowed some softies. He needs to tighten up. Yeah, he does. And and this first goal in this game was a total complete meltdown. The whole team. We talked about the giveaway by Schwartz, and then the goal that, and then uh, Bennington should have had the shot. Yeah, no so question. The title of the show here, and and what you guys, I'm I'm sure you've already touched on it. Um, is this is this a hangover? Have you guys already had this conversation? No, no, no. Okay, we well, we'll save that for last. Let's get to that later. Uh, Matthew Barzal tied the game with 26 seconds left in the game uh, after massive pressure where the Blues, again, just couldn't clear the puck, like a thousand tries. Uh, centering pass by Barzal that uh, went off Steen's stick and yeah. by Bennington. Uh, <laughs> this was just a fluky goal. Right. It, I mean, which it, it, comes it, from it, the it pressure was, they had. Right. Right. They had all the momentum. Yep. Um, I mean, it was it was almost like an own goal because, you know. It, it was it, an own it, goal, yeah. Well, I mean, not just the deflection, but like it looked like Steen was <laughs> really, trying really, to swing really, at it and, yeah. and connected with it. And just, yeah. you know, Bennington was quick to move off his post. And I guess that's what that's what you expect. Well, he's you know, aggressive, and he and he plays best it's, when he's aggressive, right? right. And yeah. he's he's trying to get over to cover the guy on the other side, and Steen stick, yep, knocks it right past him. And you just, can't. It's yeah. it was it was a just it was a you know again. It seems like that's happened a couple times this year. That team, the Blues trade own goals. The Dallas game. You know the uh, I forget who um, Schwartz had the own goal. Mm-hmm. Oh God! And then Petrangelo's winner. Um, it was actually Foxa who put it into mm-hmm. that. The first goal of this game, the Shen goal, was Bovillier putting it into his own goal, uh-huh. and then yep, you have off of Shen's doing it at the end. 
So, what about the overtime goal? <laughs> what a, what a tip this, by Bolivier, Bolivier, by the way. That was quite the tip. <laughs> Bill, Bill Bib DeVoe. Blah, blah, blah. We're not going to work here anymore. <laughs> yeah, but the overtime go, I, the overtime was complete shit. Yeah. I, I, the Blues had the puck once, and they coughed it up, and uh, they acted like they forgot how to play overtime hockey, three on three. Right. They, in, they covered nobody. Right. Petrangelo, and right. there's a comment in the YouTube chat, Petro had the best seat in the house for that overtime goal. Yeah. I had to watch the replay to make sure he wasn't actually eating popcorn when it happened. In Petro's defense, he took a shot and he was hobbling. He, he was. But, it, but still. Tarasenko told him, I'm covering this guy. <laughs> and Petro was like, uh, okay. <laughs> he just stood there. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it, so it was. It was, it was a good pass. It was a great pass. It was a great pass. But it was. It was. A, but he shouldn't have been open. Right. No. And and what is it? Are we allowed? Another, to, are we allowed to do this? Are we allowed to criticize? Uh, be critical about plays and, and be annoyed at certain like when they're not playing well. Are we? Can we do this? Is it okay? Are we allowed? And is Mr. Blue sat in the uh, in the be, YouTube chat? Because I mean, are we're, we? Are we're just we talking about. We're talking about what happened. Right. And. People make mistakes in during games, and we just say they do. I mean, are we allowed to do, we're allowed to do this, right, Jeff? Uh, well, Vegas and, Blues fan says absolutely, so I'm with him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the worst part of this is we have gave a winning goal to a guy named Taves. Yeah, that sucked. We just can't get away from that name in overtime against yeah. us. Ugh. I, uh, you know, is it just me or should the Blues just be better in three on three overtime? I mean, I, dating back to last year, I know they had a. A big win. Uh, their 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 franchise record win was against Toronto, and that Ryan O'Reilly goal. But outside of that, I just feel like they don't look that impressive in overtime. And I feel like this team is built on puck control, so they should be better. I look uh, than I looked, they have I, been in overtime. I looked this up, uh, and I don't know if this is broken down just in overtimes or if it included uh, shootouts. Well, I guess it included shootouts. Uh, all last season and playoffs, the Blues were 500 in, in overtime. So they were six and six in overtime in the regular season, and they were uh, one and one or two and two, whatever, two and two in the playoffs in overtime. Well, the only unfortunate thing about it is they had four ties apparently uh, last year going into January 7th, according to our president of the United States. Did he say that really? Four ties? Yeah, he said he said they have four ties. <laughs> That's interesting because he only has one. It's long and red. Long yeah, and red. Power tie. Goes down That's to right. his knees. Yeah, the longer the better. <laughs> um, yeah, makes him look thinner. A long tie. <laughs> Especially when it's sticking out the bottom of the jacket, you know. Looks so cool. Oh, of course. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of Brian Elliott, he gets into the game and immediately gives up a goal. Oh, that was. Aww. Did he stop that? Oh, he. He's, so he stops it there, but comes back the other way. Oh my god! And it goes in. I think on the other side. Oh, but it was cleared though. Oh, there it goes. Yeah. Oh, he was picking up his stick, Bill. Yeah. So <laughs> I think they're challenging for goalie interference, on uh, the play. which is a lot less of a goalie interference than what uh, Brendan Gallagher did. Yeah, Gallagher had. Uh, so this one, you know, this one against, uh, New York heart, uh, it, you know, I, I yeah. think it felt, it felt like they got towards the end of the game. They felt like they had control and they're like, Hey, we're going to go see the Cardinals play tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. just, it lost their focus. 
And that was a bad day for sports in St. Louis. It was. That was it awful. really was. It yeah. really was. <clears throat> Except that was, for uh, no, I, and I, That's right. <laughs> I even uh, said that the minute that the, the Blues gave that goal up, I said, oh, man, this is a bad omen for tonight because it's just they looked so good those first two periods. And, and they came out in the third and even had a, a couple rushes that, that were like, okay, they're going to just dominate this period too. And, I mean, it's it go again going back to last season. I know they won the Stanley Cup, but that was an issue with this team was that they we always said how many times we say on the show they're not playing a full sixty. They're playing about forty five to fifty, and that fifteen to ten minutes that they're off, they're giving up important goals, and that's what happened in this game. That's what happened against Washington, and it's just it's killing them. And you got to hope that that comes to an end with this road trip. So I guess we'll see. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to say that most teams don't play a quote, quote, full 60 minutes. It just, it's hard. I know, to, it's, it's, it's hard an annoying cliche. It I is, agree. it is. But, but the thing with, and I agree with you, the thing that with it is, is that um, when the blues have an off period or an off half period that, you know, they, it seems like they just, they really have an off period. And it, it they seems look like, like the team, they look like the team at the start of last year. Yeah. And and they allow goals. I mean, a, a lot of teams, you know, it's it's almost people act like it's so easy to play a full sixty minutes because other the other team is playing too, and they're making adjustments and they're they're trying to uh, better their play to adjust what you're doing. So, it's a it's a constant chess game. So, uh, so the, and usually games go back and forth, um, where one team has a surge for a few minutes or has the better of the play for half a period, and then it may swing back the other way. It, it happens a lot. Um, I think, and I think people that complain about oh, not playing a full sixty, they expect the Blues to dominate a full sixty, and that's not realistic uh, every game. But I, but yes, they, it seems like when they do have an off period in the game or a half a period, it's really bad, and, and it and it and it costs them the game every time, or close to it. Uh, light light sound geomet scuba is his name. Yeah. Uh, blues are Teflon for me for a long while. Dan Draheim, uh, they look below average in anything other than five-on-five five hockey, which I agree. They uh, That seems to be, again, an issue that, that dates back to last season. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, uh, we got somebody saying Fabry. They, oh, I see. Okay. Hold on. I want sure. to touch on the five-on-five five hockey thing. Yeah, go uh, ahead. They look below average in anything other than five-on-five five hockey. Uh, their, their, you know, their, their power play is 11th. It's not terrible, and their penalty kill has been pretty good, right? So, yeah, uh, I, mean, they, I, yeah, I, I think maybe what he means is what, three penalty straight? kill. Penalty kill is fourth overall in the but, league. Yeah, maybe what he's talking about is four on four and three on three. That's then I would they, agree with they you. They do yeah. look off on sure. on yeah. when it's even strength, but not five on five. Yeah, special teams have been fine. I mean, for the most part. Yeah, shorties. I mean you shorties. Yes, says. my God, thank you. Yes, shorthand. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you really don't. You really shouldn't get credit for a power play goal if you give up a shorthanded one on the same, you know, in the same game. Yeah, it in should fact, take away. You from should power get play. a penalty if you give up a shorthanded that's goal. True. That's true. How about a rule on that? That's true. You give up a shorthanded goal, you get put in the box for two minutes. Or if you, or if you <laughs> score a shorthanded goal, you get a penalty shot. There you go. Mm. I like that extra punishment. Damn. Man, actually, I hate that because that would really go against the Blues. Yeah, it would. <laughs> uh, so we got biggest Blues fan saying Baruby set Perron out. I'm sorry, not Baruby. Um, what did our president call him? Uh, B- Barabay. 
Barabay. Sounded like Forrest Barab- Gump trying to say Baruby. Barabay. Barabay sat Perron out for a game last season for sloppy play. Do you think he should sit anyone out now? Um, you know, I... Oh, I'm going to go back to what I said last season. Yeah, well, Sanford, yes, I agree. Uh, Schwartz, I'm sorry. He has not looked good this year. And and I know I said it last year, and he came up big in the playoffs. So, yeah, prove me wrong again, Schwartz, because I don't think he's looked good at all in any zone. The the he if if Schwartz were a rookie, he'd be benched for his play in a, a, that yes. giveaway in the third period. So yeah. he wouldn't be on the first but, line. Yeah, yeah. but I I don't think right now with the way the rest of that line's going, I think they're you know he's he's got protection. You're not gonna mess that chemistry up. It might be yeah, just Shen. Shen. Shen's doing a it lot. might be Shen and Tarasenko. I mean, the, the the silver lining from the Islanders game to me was Tarasenko scoring a power play goal. Yeah, we yes. kept their power play streak going. Tarasenko got off the schneid. Yeah, just huge factors. That was a silver lining. You're right. Very nice. A good takeaway from a, an otherwise shitty result. Yes. Right. I mean, that's why we call Bill the positive one. <laughs> yeah. How's that sound? Said no, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, we what you touched on in the title of the show, as far as uh, this is is this a hangover or the hangover? And granted, the record is on paper looks fine. It doesn't yeah. look bad, but I think no, those, it's not bad. I think those are those are who have watched the games. Uh, I mean, those they they. They haven't. They played their worst hockey, I think, you know, for the most part, past two and a half games, whatever. So, are are I think is the this worst game was the Senators game. They didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, we talked about that about how thank God we played the Senators that night because we yeah. lost that game against they most other teams. Awful. Yeah, they were bad that night. So yeah, seeing them get away with a victory there that was huge. I, yeah, honestly, like you said, any other team in the NHL. I don't think they. I don't think they come out with a victory in that game. Um, but no, you mentioned the yeah the, the hangover and and uh, Kurt. I want to say that I might have seen that you retweeted this or maybe you commented. I don't know, but I did see somebody on Twitter say this, and and it makes sense actually. And and I kind of thought, okay, maybe there's a little truth there that with the Blues going to the the White House um, yesterday, that was the last big celebration, the last big moment of this Stanley Cup run. And maybe that kind of, okay, guys, it's over. We're not doing anything else for the Cup. Let's focus on the season. Yeah, that's what Yeah, Bill mentioned that earlier in the show. I agree with that completely, uh, about that this should be, uh, okay, time to focus on the season going forward now. This, let's okay. Well, put, let's cut this whole part out of the put, show. Then. Put the rest of it behind us. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's almost like you weren't here for the first part of the show. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, know, it, 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 no, it's true. I, I think it's true. And there's definitely some truth there, and I think that, yeah. and like you said, mm-hmm. uh, Kurt, you look at the record and you look at the goals for and goals against. It's not bad. I mean, it, they they they've they're getting results, which is great. So again, like we said. Uh, I think in some of the series last year, in um, maybe the Winnipeg series specifically, you know, I remember lo- us looking at, looking forward to Game Three after Games One and Two, and we said the Blues are up two nothing in the series, and they still haven't played their best hockey. And I think we can say that now that they have a good record. I mean, their record is not bad. 
three, and, one, and two, and, and they they're the middle of the road goals for and goals against. They're minus one differential. Um, so I mean they they they're treading water right now. Yeah, but they they're they're getting points and they're yeah. they're walking mm-hmm. out with with points even when they're losing. They lost one game in regulation. I mean, yeah, the way they lost those two games in overtime, terrible. You don't like seeing that. But this team's three one and two, and they beat Toronto. They beat Dallas. They've beaten good teams. They've hung with every single team they've played against, and it's just a matter of they still haven't played their best hockey. So we'll see in this in this home stand how they do. I think tomorrow is a good test with Vancouver and and their young talent. But yeah, it's it, it's 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 intriguing to think. Man, we're so mad about the way they've played, but their record isn't bad. A lot no. of teams would kill for that record right now. No, they they have one regulation loss. Yeah, they're they're actually pretty points wise pretty well uh, similar to uh the canucks so should be a good matchup yeah we're Um, fifth in the conference and canucks are outside of the wild card right now but uh, they're they're three and two we're three one and two so but it should be interesting to see how dan cloutier does against us (laughs) oh if only beach ball dan was still playing Uh, next up for the Blues uh, tomorrow night, Thursday, at home versus Vancouver. We talked about uh, Vancouver is three and two, and fifth place in the Pacific. Pacific, three points behind Edmonton. Who I, uh, I think it's five now. Specific, Pis- specific, spe- division. specific division. Yeah. Uh, five, now five points behind Edmonton after they, did they this is game over. No. Okay. Well, it is. I mean, it, okay. it is. So there will be five <laughs> points behind Edmonton. Uh, who is out to a great start? There's six. They'll be six and one after this game's over. Yeah, Dreisaitl and Neil both multi-point games tonight. Uh, Vancouver has won three straight after dropping their first two games of the season. Uh, they're coming off a five-to-one win against Detroit on Tuesday. Uh, the Canucks have only allowed eleven goals in their five games played, uh, so and they've scored eighteen compared to the Blues, nineteen goals for and twenty goals against. So and their power play is twenty-one point one percent. 18th overall, and their penalty kill is 93.8, which is second overall. So the Blues' uh, 11th-ranked power play versus the Canucks' second-ranked penalty kill should be interesting. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, I said earlier they um, they don't get a win in that Senators game against the other team in the NHL. I take that back. They would have gotten the win against the Red Wings in that game. They are awful. Have you seen them play at all this year? Uh, nope, I've not. God, the fact that they're both in the same division. The rest of that division is just licking their chops when they play Ottawa or Detroit. Well, they're, they're three awful. And th- they're they, three and th- they're three and three. I can't I believe wins. they won any games. They're three and three. They have six points. Um, I mean, you know they got they got a couple guys in their top three forwards that are okay. But man, they yeah. their defense Anthony is Mantha's horrendous. Turning up pretty well. Yeah, he's having a good start. And you Dylan know Larkin's funny. a hell of a player. You know, it's funny is that. Remember the start that Buffalo got off to last year? <laughs> They're off to another good start. <laughs> They're five zero and one. Oh yeah, I love hearing all the. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Buffalo's looking good to start the year. I'm like, yeah, so, wasn't this a broken record from last year? So, so yeah. now the O'Reilly trade works out for right. Them. Now it does. Yeah. They're, they're, now yeah. they're glad they we don't have him. Totally lost that trade. <laughs> we love some some flash Saboka here in Buffalo. Oh God, <laughs> how's Patrick Berglund this year? Oh, he's playing, he playing? Over in Sweden, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, in Sweden I, somewhere. I, I think he is. I was gonna say, I, I think he did sign with somebody. Yeah, he's playing in Sweden. Mm. If only Pierre Maguire were doing more NBC games, we'd know exactly what club <laughs> he's playing with. Linköping. 
Link Chapin down on the boot heel. Uh, the, uh, that is a team that I have never... I mean, I've seen them, but I've never tried to say their name. Jurgarden? Jurgarden. Of the SHL. Jurgarden? Jurgarden. Yeah. Jurgarden. He's, yeah, he's got... Uh, oh, wow. There's a couple former NHLers on this roster. Uh, he's got four goals in ten games. Good for him. Let it go, Patty. I, I liked Berglund as, as a person. He was funny. He had, you know, he he just didn't bring the finishing. And uh, that, that was his problem here in St. Louis. Yep, I agree. Man, Jason Garrison is on this team. That guy's still playing. Whew, well, good for him. He can find work, I guess. It's good work if he can get it. Nicholas, <laughs> Nicholas Bergfors is also on that team. Whoa. Wow. Interesting. Blast from the past. Uh, no, so uh, what do you guys think? Do you think that um, we're seeing a little bit of a Stanley Cup hangover, or is this just who this team is, and they're just getting off to a little bit of a, a rocky start? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. They're not. They're not playing bad enough for a hangover. Yeah. Uh, they're, and they're, they're, like we talked about, they're getting points. Right. Uh, yeah. That's not hangover to me. Um, some people say it is. I. I. I don't. Um, yeah. I not, think. I think the real hangover talk has to wait until we get into November. Yeah. I, I, and see how the rest of the month goes. Right. We've only played what six games. Right. So uh, that's not enough even to judge. I mean. Right. I, a, after fifteen I, games, talk to me. I think there are specific factors in this season that that Barubi, uh, Barube alluded to Barubay. in his uh, speech at the White House. You know, the the travels hard on the boys right now. Right, they, they just mm-hmm. had to go up to Canada for for three games, and then they go to the island for you know a non traditional day game, and then they have to go to the White House for that. And, which, and they had to watch the bad Cardinals baseball. You know, right. so it's it's tough which, on them. Which, and it, yeah, that could very well be what's going on i mean so come home they they had two days off um assuming they didn't stay for last night's cardinals game pretty sure they came home i thought i thought he said they were coming home yesterday um after the white house deal and uh so they get basically a day and a half back in st louis um yeah i i think see how the next week goes did you guys happen to listen to any uh sports talk radio uh today no, I didn't. No. Okay. I so never do. it's it, the talk obviously is, you know, very people calling in upset about the Cardinals, fire Schilt, fire this guy, get rid of I mean it's it's just, you know, that's what happens when a team loses in the playoffs. So right now it's pretty down in St. Louis in terms of sports and maybe this is going to sound a little silly, but How I think can the that Blues be? We want right. a Stanley Cup. <laughs> All right. Uh, but I think the Blues coming out tomorrow and having a good game against Vancouver. Um, I think Vancouver. that does more than than. <laughs> I think that does more than just make the Blues say we can beat these guys. I think it makes the city a little happier and it brings everyone into uh, some smiles. And I think that that does go a little bit of a ways with the hockey team. So a good game tomorrow could could change a lot. You know, I I played that that song by Ivan or Vatska, whatever his name is. Yeah. Uh, the the make love to the Stanley Cup, the yeah. Vancouver Canucks song. Uh, played that in our show years ago. Yeah. And YouTube flagged it. <laughs> Did they really? <laughs> yeah. That oh, thing got flagged. Wow. Are you kidding me? That obscure song tripped a wire somewhere. Jeez. I well, and you know what? I this, this another little tangent. I you know you guys know I post those full games on YouTube. Um, 
I got one that got pulled off the other day because apparently in the background there was a Bon Jovi song playing. Oh, that's lame. And I didn't, I didn't. And I'm like, come on, it's background music. Are you kidding me? That's lame when a background song they that that happens to people. That sucks. Oh, it's so annoying. Uh, I think we're gonna wrap the show up. Yeah, because Bill's got to take off, and yeah. and we're out of topics. And uh, hey, guys, one more thing. <laughs> That's what yes, I do, Nick. right? You need a yes, shirt. Yeah. You, need, you, you need a shirt. Hey, one more thing. Dot dot dot. Yeah, one more thing. Um, <laughs> no, I, I promised uh, our friend uh, STL Blues History that I would mention this. So, uh, as, him and I, uh, we, we're lucky enough to live pretty close to each other, and um, we have been working. And, and for again, I know I just mentioned this that uh, I post a lot of blues games on YouTube on my YouTube channel. Um, he's been posting a lot of the feature type stuff. So like we talked last week about how, um, there's, you know, features in between periods and they used to have the old Joel Quinville show and all that. He wants stuff like that. I want the games. And so, uh, we've been working together to try and find people that have any VHS tapes, any recordings of old blues games. So, uh, I told him I would mention it on this show. If anybody listening, has anything like that, any old VHS, anything saved anywhere, and you uh, you know don't want to go through the hassle of getting it online and you don't mind sharing it with us, uh, let me know. Reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at jponder94. Uh, reach out to me on Facebook as well. And um, obviously, STL Blues History on Twitter. Reach out to him as well. And uh, yeah, we'd love to meet up with you and get those tapes from you. So uh, thanks to everybody. We, we got somebody who, uh, I think his name was Paul. They gave us a ton of tapes. So we got some pretty cool games from like the early 90s and the late 80s. And they'll do it. They will do it. That's all I got. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Appreciate it. Uh, For Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. That will conclude this week's broadcast of Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Let's go blues. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain seated until the Blues have departed the Rose Garden. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.